are. Another. <laughs> All right. Well, well, you can subscribe by. <laughs> yeah. And there we were. <laughs> so we'd like to start off the show. Welcome back again. I'm sorry to the premise is ridiculous. Beside because my brother Joe, I'm is. John. Hello. <laughs> so we'd like to start off the show with a little bit of news from Florida. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're real news stories about right. real people and real events that sound ridiculous. And I think in a way touch our lives. I feel like they've changed us, yeah. They've, uh, they've made us better people. I like that. Yeah. And so, most of the time, we're making fun of Florida Man. Would you say that's accurate? I would say, I yeah. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to justify it, but no. You no, it's <laughs> They make fun of themselves. Kind yeah, of, it's, right? I mean, it's just, it's too easy. On the last episode, we opened up with an article about a Florida woman. Yes, we did. We did. This time... A Florida man, the first three words of this headline are Florida man awarded. Okay. So. He did something good. We're flipping the script. All right, all right good. What did he get? What, did, what award did he get? Florida man awarded $37,500. Very specific, okay. After the cops who mistake, he mistook, excuse me, his glazed donut crumbs for meth. Huh. What? <laughs> what? The, so the, does that mean they arrested him and they felt bad, so they cut him a check? I don't Which, think they personally cut him a check. Well, yeah, but so what did he do with the money? He probably went out and bought some meth just to just to <laughs> stick it to him, right? Just in just for those of you who can't see, Joe's making a corkscrew I was motion with his motion. <laughs> with so with so the, the glazed crumbs, they were probably on like his like his chest, like a, like a bib type area, where they were out of his mouth. <laughs> where were the crumbs? I don't even know how you do meth. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know either. And I'm, I'm trying to breathe because I'm laughing so because my thought was that the crumbs were just were, we're still on the donut, and so oh. maybe the police were just like thought that he had sprinkled meth on the donut. Maybe that's how you do the meth. Maybe you just did the donut. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you do a meth or the meth or many meths. Many meths. I, I have no idea. Which necessitate a meth rack. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, so we are off to a rousing start. Oh, um, oh thank you for our sound effect. Uh, the next thing we we're going to do is a, uh, the, the one thing other than the Florida Man. Uh, one of the other things that we make sure that we do every episode, which is a, a spin on the game uh, Bone, if you will. Marry, kill. Procreate? Procreate. Well, I don't think the goal is to procreate. Oh, fair enough. Um, Marry, kill. We do a version called Yard Work, Skydive, and Send to the Moon. You know, implying that skydiving is having a lot of fun with someone. Yard work is in it for the long haul. You know, doing hard, working hard. And send to the moon is someone that you never want to see again. So this is I'm going to feed John uh, three people that I randomly rolled for out of our list of about 80, 70 or eighty that we have. This is also going to be a difficult one for you. Oh no, last time and and I feel like we're running into the same thing every time. But we're doing like a default. You know. Oh yes. So and your your first up is Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope of Parks and Rec fame, played by Amy Poehler. Oh my gosh, who's just adorable. I Leslie Nope. I wish could be my spirit animal. I wish I had her everything. Yeah, just her 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 zest. Her she does have a she zest. She does have a zest. Sir Mix a Lot. <laughs> Can we time out there for a second? Sure. Can we picture? Leslie Nope at a Sir Mix a lot. 
Oh, gotcha. Concert. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted... Pan and snork juice. <laughs> granted, <laughs> Leslie No is, you know, is, is all about empowering women, and sure. I'm behind that 100%. We're both behind that 100%. But just when she gets crazy... When, I mean, she likes to have a good time. And she loves to have a good time. Yeah, she Absolutely. loves to dance. She's a terrible dancer. <laughs> you know, and you're going to give her some snork juice. <laughs> John Raphael's going to be there. He's going to just dagger <laughs> her on the dance floor. <laughs> which is not as bad as it sounds. I no, promise. no, it's not as bad as it sounds. It I wish she would dagger me on the dance floor, frankly. <laughs> Alright, so we have Leslie Notes from Mix-A-Lot and Pam Halpert <laughs> from The Office. Oh, goodness gracious. Did you hear that Pam Halpert and Angela are coming out with a podcast? Yes, they are. That's phenomenal. Yeah. I bet it's going to be awesome. Did you see Steve Carell's reaction on Twitter? It was like, great news, exclamation point, then he just put, what's a podcast? <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was from Michael Scott or Steve Carell. That's true. If he was That's channeling true. Michael Scott. Yeah. So we have Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope. We have Sir Mix-A-Lot. And we have... Pam Halpert. Pam Halpert. I, I got to... Wow. That's what I feel like. I, I feel like... This is tough. But I, 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 feel, I feel like, like you're going to disagree with me. All right. Fire away. Leslie Nope is yard work. Because... That's interesting. She's going to work hard. Yeah. When she cleaned up the Pawnee River, she was out there two hours a Saturday, every Saturday, mm-hmm. come heck or high water. Yeah. Whoever was going to help her, it didn't matter. She, she was, was doing, doing it. it. She was getting gotcha. it done. Gotcha. Plus, she's she's a positive force, and she, I believe the character sleeps maybe two hours a night. Well, yeah. And I remember she, when she was running for city council, she said she was working 50 hours a week in the parks department and 50 hours a week on her campaign. <laughs> Which, if you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So... So she and I would get that yard work, mostly she, let's be honest. Mm. We're going to get that yard work done in about mm. a half a day. Sure. This is going to be unpopular, but I think I want to skydive with Sir Mix-a-Lot. <sighs> See, I, 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 I agree. That's not a bad decision. Right? Could but... you imagine like the uh, rhymes he would be spitting on the way up? Yeah. I mean, how many words rhyme with butt? <laughs> what? Donut. Donut. But. But. <laughs> With one T. <laughs> right. I feel like skydiving would Sir Mix a lot. Man, I don't have a bucket list, but. Yeah. I might have to put that on. So that's that in leaves, the top five. That leaves Pam on the moon, and it's not because I necessarily want to put her on the moon. Mm hmm. It's a default. It's a it, it's a it's a default, but it's also but that's part of the game. Yeah. And in all honesty, I don't know that I want to skydive with Pam Helper. See, I when I wrote these down, I thought you were going to skydive with Leslie Nope because of oh. her the fun side of her. Oh my gosh, character. that would be awesome. I thought you were going to yard work with Pam. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's funny, but she's not as funny as some others. You know, right. And so I thought by default mix lots on the moon, but mix a lot. I I would almost do anything with that guy, because I mean, how much fun are you gonna have? Honestly, you know, you imagine going to Vegas with Sir Mix a lot. Oh gosh, talk about a dream come true. Oh my goodness gracious! Literally, I'd go right now. <laughs> Literally, he's outside. The he's he's outside. It looks like he's packed. <laughs> Wonder what his limo looks like that he drives around Vegas in. Is it? It's, got, it's like the hot tub limo. Does it does it have the cheeks on it somewhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely think so. Yeah. I would, I, of course, I'd also love to go to Vegas with 
Leslie Knope. Yeah, like this, this that was that's a really hard one. Yeah, that's you know because you can almost justify anything. That's difficult. Because I'd be willing to rake leaves if Sir Mixlot was there, even if he wasn't raking, because he would just he'd be getting you with the rhymes. <laughs> he'd be getting you with the rhymes. You're like Randy Newman rhyming about what he sees. <laughs> Takes a bite of the apple. All right, uh, that was a good one. That was a good segment. Thank you. All right, that was oh yeah. So we're going to move on to uh, our, the next thing that we have on our, our little agenda here. We've only done this once before. Mm-hmm. Um, so John and I like to, you know, we're big pop culture movie guys and, and, you know, TV show, comic book, fantasy books, you know. Golden Girls. Golden Girls. So we like to, uh, we like to read theories about, you know, different movies or TV shows or whatever, like fan theories. Mm-hmm. And then we like to, you know, kind of add our own thoughts and spins and, and see what we think about them. Uh, so the last one we did was was about Home Alone mm-hmm. and whether or not uh, Uncle Frank Uncle Frank was was like the leader of the Wet Bandits was the mastermind the mastermind of the whole right. the whole it thing wasn't Harry and Marv I think Marv was smarter than you think he's not the one that took the iron to the face <laughs> how do you recover from that how did it you fell re- through like two because didn't it come down through the the, the like a laundry chute yeah like, like so that. that's two stories. That's, well, t- that's twenty feet. It came from it came from the kitchen, though. Didn't he have it set up in the kitchen? Did he? Oh, maybe he did. But, but still. who? Which one took the literal crowbar to the xiphoid process? I think that was Marv. Was it Marv? Right when the yeah. spider at the end was crawling across. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> that's a stab you in the heart. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So our fan theory for this time. Uh, I am a huge, and John is too. But I am a huge Star Wars fan, or I should say, was a huge Star Wars fan until the last. Five movies have come out, with the exception of uh, Rogue One. That's a great movie. Um, so our fan theory relates to the prequel trilogy that started uh, out in 1999, and the theory is was Jar Jar Binks, who is a hugely divisive character in the Star Wars lore. Divisive? People divisive. are actually pro Jar Jar. No, he was divisive in terms of like he made people hate Star Wars. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, man. Yeah, yeah no, I don't mean like he that's like he has a divided fact. fan base. Oh, like, okay, yeah. okay, that's yeah, that's, yeah. I agree with that already. So the the theory is was Jar Jar Binks a disciple of the Sith? Okay, mm-hmm. so we know the Sith were the bad guys basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you some evidence here that Jar Jar Binks was a disciple of the Sith, and you're going to tell me. If you think he actually was, can I can I pause just for a second at sure. the start of episode one, the Phantom Menace? When we let's just say when we first meet Jar Jar, not necessarily at the start, but when we first meet Jar Jar, mm-hmm. he has been deported right yeah. from the Gungans, Gungan City, whatever. Yeah. Why do we do we? Why he, was he deported? He claimed to Obi Wan and Qui Gon that he was deported because basically he was too clumsy to live there, which is entirely implausible in my opinion. Like that's you just. That's such a crappy origin story. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's so bad it can't be real. I think like that that feels like he made it up. I agree with that. Because he was that. like tripping over stuff and right. But if you wanted them to believe it, wouldn't he come up with a better story? You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I mean, I, 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 I stole the president's rubies. And they found out it was Burt me. Macklin's in the case. Burt Macklin found out it was me. <laughs> so we have the, the the kind of, you know, the implausible origin story, if you will. Mm-hmm. You could argue that the Gungans in Boss Nas. Boss, oh. Terrible. You could argue that they were weak-minded, right? 
we you know just characters in general they weren't the smartest people. right did they did Obi-Wan or Qui-Gon ever try the Jedi mind trick on them no no they, okay. no they didn't no 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 they did they did they did and he shook it off oh. um, but there's people out there and I would tend to agree that that Jar Jar is the one that got the Gungans to engage in the terrible CGI battle at the end of Phantom Menace so there's people out there that believe that Jar Jar used his Jedi mind tricks to influence and cause that to happen because if you remember again Jar Jar was kicked out of the village mm-hmm. no one liked him No, he was terrible and then all of a sudden everyone wants to fight on his side well every, I believe everyone wanted to fight on his side because Padme convinced them to fight on their side she was yeah she was definitely there but there's there's a lot of people out there that think that he was influencing the whole thing like moving chess pieces basically yeah, yeah. that ma- that does make a lot of sense that yeah because they really like they they kicked him out and he owed Qui-Gon a life debt or yeah whatever, whatever that was about so and then speaking of the battle okay he comes off as a bumbling oaf right he's always clumsy and falling over things or like whatever. A, a, a droid was like wrapped around his ankle or something exactly. like that like and he's so, flopping and flipping like, and a he's fish, fl- like a gungan out of water like a gungan out of water but every time he flopped he was able to hit someone and take out another droid right so despite the fact that he seemed like a buffoon in battle he was still very effective he was is that you know? more and of... he was like covering he was like like the, like the drunken master fight style where you look like you don't know what you're doing but you're actually winning just, just you know, smoking pools. Yeah. So, but is that more of an indictment on how terrible those drawers were? Roger, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why do droids have corporals? Is that, I don't know. Why were there droids at all? So, um, the next the next clue that we have here, which which is difficult, which is difficult to swallow this one. Um, he was in the booth with Padme. When Padme voted for the the initiated the vote of no confidence on Chancellor Valorum, right, and that is what caused at the time Senator Palpatine to begin to rise to power, right. So there's people out there that think that he was using his mind control tricks on Padme, using her basically as a puppet to get Valorum out of the way so Padme or so Palpatine could rise to power. But Padme I, is not Padme is anything but weak minded. I would agree. I would agree because when I first gave you that one, your rebut. If you will, I, I I enjoy a good rebut. You, you've been known to rebut. Was that mind control only works on the weak minded? But if it worked on, but if it worked on her, maybe it explains why she ended up with Anakin. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I don't remember putting that in our notes, but I stand by it. Yeah, that's a fair statement. Um, Jar Jar was the the senator because he was promoted to senator because who wouldn't want a total buffoon to be senator of a planet. Yeah, but that goes into the politics of Naboo. But because the people are the Naboo, but the planet is Naboo, so how can he be the senator? He's like from Naboo, but not of Naboo. He's not well the, because the at the end of Phantom Menace, when they won the the battle, it was I think it was implied that the Gungans and the Naboo would kind of join forces well, again. Oh, uh, coexi- okay, so so, so the but, but of the entire Naboo. planet, the entire planet, they could not find a better senator than a guy that got kicked out of his village for being clumsy. Right, so that to me that implies again the chess piece moving around of of his his Sith ways. Right, so he cast the vote in Revenge of the Sith that granted Palpatine his emergency powers. I do remember that, which basically allowed Palpatine to have to be a dictator and to wholly and individually run the military and everything. Right, right, right. Okay, so those all those are just are the, are fan theories. 
in addition to that, we've got a couple quotes from George Lucas. We've got a couple quotes from Ahmed Best, the guy that played Jar Jar. Okay. Okay. Um, when George, so Jar Jar was originally supposed to be a larger part of the prequel, but because everyone hated him, George Lucas dialed him down. He actually listened to fans? Barely. Wow. Apparently, yeah. But he... <laughs> I typed out, prior to largely shelving the character, George Lucas, comma, an obvious tool, <laughs> once stated, Jar Jar is the key to all of this. That's a direct quote from George Lucas. So that implies that he had a larger role to play. Right? In response to some fan theories, Ahmed Best, the actor who, play, who portrayed Jar Jar, tweeted in 2015, mm-hmm. which is fairly recent, mm-hmm. quote, I will say this, it feels really good when the hidden meaning behind the work is seen, no matter how long it takes. That's 16 years after Phantom Menace. I feel like George Lucas hates, loathes, loose ends. He has to tie everything up. And he also has to be the smartest man in the room. Okay. And so when things went awry with Phantom Menace, when all these things start to not go his way, and with when he wrote the script for, what's the eight, the eighth one, the seventh one? The seventh one. Yeah. When he uh, wrote the script. Uh, Last Jedi. When, no, yeah. the one. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. When he wrote the script for Force Awakens, gave it to Disney, and they basically took a magnet, put it on the fridge, and told him they were proud of him, and they kind of... <laughs> they gave him a participation award. They gave him a participation award. And a check award. for $4 billion. Right. <laughs> and a check for $4 billion. I, I feel like he has to, like, like retroactively say, no, 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 that, that was my Yeah, my I meant point. to do that the whole time. I meant to do that the whole time. And I'm going to call bologna sandwiches on that. But for the actor to say it, too? You know, I guess. But when okay, here's here's another one. This is the actor. Okay, I'm at best. When asked about a deleted scene, which no one has ever seen, but a deleted scene which supposedly saw Palpatine thank Jar Jar for allowing his ascension to power, for Jar Jar, right, you know, voting Palpatine into emergency powers. Best Ahmed Best replied, "Quote: It was just me and Palpatine walking down the runway, talking about the plans to turn the Empire into what it had turned out to be." So that, that that makes it feel like it was like a little confab between the two. And like, Palpatine was saying, good job, my, my pupil, or whatever, you know? Yeah, so the, but then that I, I would raise the issue. So Jar Jar is such a powerful Sith agent. He's able to confuse everyone, misdirect everyone with his amazingly powerful Jedi skills. Okay. Well, Sith skills. Okay. But then he's second in command to Palpatine. He seems to, in order to do all the things that Jar Jar allegedly did, he would. It seems like he'd have to be more powerful than Palpatine. But I mean, why wouldn't why wouldn't Palpatine have just like planted him? You know, Palpatine obviously had Darth Maul, which was the muscle, if you will. Right, but, but why, would, why wouldn't he have planted him to be like the diplomat, the evil diplomat? I get that, but then I would also say that there's only supposed to be two. According to Mace Windu, right? A, a yeah, but master there's somebody who sends with that stuff. I mean, okay. Then I would also say, I just lost my train of thought. Well, I would also say that some Jedi powers and some Sith powers are specific to the Jedi or the Sith. Jedi do not use Force lightning. True. Do the Sith use mind power? Are they able to use mm-hmm. the mind trick? Yeah. 
And, it, and it, for a force user, you you can use any force ability, if you will. Okay, so, so it's the force the force itself is not is neither good nor bad. It's the way you interpret it. It's the midi chlorians. Right? It's it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> that's mitochondria. Oh wait, that's mitochondria. Let's, let's let's wrap this up here. Okay. Um, okay. But but the last thing, if remember this, so this is a George Lucas designed character, right? Right. Okay. Does 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 when when you think of the character in terms of kind of goofy, seems a little crazy, mm-hmm. bumbling around, mm-hmm. does that remind you of any other way that he introduced a very powerful character? Oh, are you thinking Yoda? Yoda. Absolutely. When you first meet Yoda, do you have any inkling that he's one of the best Jedi Masters of all time? No, but I would say that's a whole other conversation for a whole different episode because Yoda's first entrance in Empire is so out of character, it's it's jarring. His first entrance in... When he's first introduced in Empire, when he's like whacking the his... Uh, his uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's beating R2. up R2-D2 and he's... Like, well, he comes off as like a like a crazy homeless person, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he does. So it's it's vastly different than what the character, what he actually was. It is, but like, but you can also see though, even without knowing, watching Empire for the first time, you can still see that there's there's something else there, and there's oh, this is maybe his subtle way of gauging things about Luke and learning things about Luke. Whereas Jar Jar never comes off like that. I feel like this is. Like a posthumous, like oh no no no! I, I totally that's fair. Sith master, I can't. I totally Sith master. <laughs> I can't say that a lot of that evidence is. It's compelling. It makes you compelling. think. You know? Compelling is a great word. It for makes it. you think. I think that yeah. I think that my my feelings about George Lucas just <laughs> they taint it. You're in every decision you make every single day. <laughs> it's like would George what would Lucas, George Lucas do? Would George Lucas buy the sandwich? I don't want this. Sandwich. I don't want this sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great, Joe. Thanks for uh, thanks for firing away there. Today yeah. is Virginia Day. What? Yeah, like ham. I don't know. That's how do we celebrate? Today Virginia is the day? day Train wrote the song "Meet Virginia." That's probably what it is <laughs> because we need to celebrate that. We need to have a national day of that. Yeah, mm. Mm. Virginia. Virginia. I don't oh, really care to. This has been another episode of The Premises Ridiculous. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Subscribe if you'd like. Like us if you'd like. Email us. Email us at thepremisesridiculous.com. Dot, oh, at no. Gmail. Thepremisesridiculous.com. Slash org. Dot cc. Dot edu. Backslash gov. Gov. <laughs> the pre-